There's something new on Airs LA every day. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshita, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Partially Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the Consulting Director of Low Vision Education at the Braille Institute of America. Each Tuesday, we're going to bring to you the latest information on computers and adaptive technology. The Apple iPod 2. One of the most common questions that people ask me is, what do I think about the Apple iPod 2? Is it really something that people who are partially sighted or even those who are blind could use at work and school? The answer to that is absolutely yes. I have seen so many people that I know who have been using notebook computers switch over to using the iPad. With the iPad they take notes at lectures at school, they write reports, they send and receive email, they search the internet, and they read all sorts of digital books. Now the first thing for those of you who may not be familiar with the Apple iPad 2, the Apple iPad 2 is very similar to that of a notebook computer. However, it is thinner, it's lighter, and it's much, much easier to carry. The iPad 2, it does not have a cover on it. It's basically like a computer screen in which you would basically type on the screen itself. In other words, a keyboard will display on the screen and you could touch and type it directly on the screen. As a result, you have a device that's much smaller to carry. I find that many people find it much, much easier to carry as compared to a notebook computer because it's much lighter in weight, it's much smaller, and the battery life is much, much longer. As a result, many people say they really prefer it because they do not have to look for a place to plug in their charger as they usually did with their notebook computer and a transformer. The iPad 2 is also very, very powerful in the sense that it does allow a person to run many, many different types of programs. These programs are often called applications, but the fact that it has that ability to run these applications makes the iPad 2 very, very affordable for people who are partially sighted and those who are totally blind. Now the basic version of the iPad 2 is about $500, so it is a bit less than the cost of a notebook computer. Or if you're interested in using a netbook computer, the iPad is again very comparable in price. But the advantage of the Apple iPad comes when we think about what types of software we might need in order to use it. First of all, the iPad 2 does have built-in magnification. As a result, you will not have to buy a program that's going to magnify the computer screen for you. If you have a notebook computer, you generally have to buy a different, a separate screen magnification program, and these could run any place between three and six hundred dollars. So if you are partially sighted with low vision, you won't have to spend the additional three to six hundred dollars because the magnification program is built into the iPad too. If you're a person who's accustomed to using speech, where you use your hearing to hear what's on the screen, or if you're totally blind, the iPad 2 also has a built-in text-to-speech screen reader, and this text-to-speech screen reader is called VoiceOver. With VoiceOver on the iPad 2, a person such as myself who is totally blind can access everything that's on the iPad. I can read documents. I can open my email, I could send email, I could search internet, 
any one of those things that I want to do, I could do it on the iPad 2, and I don't have to buy that additional software program. So as a result, I could save as much as 1000 to $1,200 because I do not have to buy that additional software program. The iPad 2 also has other types of accessibility features that make it very, very helpful. If you are partially sighted, you could change the colors of the background and the text to make it high contrast. Many people who are partially sighted prefer a black background with white letters. Well, this is something that you can do with your iPad 2. You could also insert earbuds into your iPad 2 so that if you're in the classroom or in a crowded lecture hall, you could hear what the iPad 2 is saying as you type and you won't disturb others. So it makes it very, very convenient. With the iPad 2, you also have other special features that will make it very, very affordable and very easy for it to use in a more efficient manner. Many people who do purchase the iPad 2 prefer to use a keyboard that can be connected to the iPad 2. With a keyboard, many people feel that they can type faster as compared to when they use a touch screen on the iPad. With a foldable Bluetooth keyboard, you could connect to the iPad without having any cables or plugs. You simply turn on your iPad, it will locate your Bluetooth keyboard, and then you're ready to type. I personally like the Bluetooth keyboards that are sort of in a rubbery shape, so you could fold it very, very easily. With this, you could fit it very easily inside of a briefcase, a backpack, or if you have even a very, very medium-sized purse, you could throw everything in there and you could type and you could take your notes very, very easily. There's also other types of keyboards that are a bit larger. Apple has a full-size keyboard that will allow you to mount your iPad into the keyboard, but I find that this is a bit bulkier and larger, so I prefer the foldable Bluetooth keyboard. Another thing that you're able to do is you could also use a refreshable braille display to use your iPad too. Let's say you're a person who is familiar with reading and typing in braille. Well, there's different types of refreshable braille displays that will connect to the iPad too. As a result, you could type using your braille keyboard and you could read things using refreshable braille. I know that the human wear Brilliant display and the Freedom Scientific Focus Blue 40 displays are different types of Braille displays that can work with the iPad. Now these displays they run any place between two to three thousand dollars, so they are somewhat expensive. But if you are a person who is a Braille reader and writer, you'll notice that the cost of this type of refreshable display is much much less than the price of purchasing other types of Braille note takers. Some of these Braille note takers are over $6,000. So as you can see, overall the cost of using the iPad 2, if you are partially sighted or if you are blind, is going to be much, much less than some of the more conventional types of choices. Now if you're going to be doing different types of note taking or you're writing reports and documents, one application that's very helpful for many people is an application called Pages. Now with Pages, like all of these other types of applications, you could purchase them directly from your iPad. There is the iTunes Marketplace where you can go and purchase different application programs and these are programs that can then be loaded directly into your iPad. 
pages is about $10 and it will allow you to do your different word processing forms you could write letters scripts all the things that you need to do and as you could see this particular software program is much much more affordable than other types of software such as Microsoft Word or Microsoft Office there's other applications that you can use with your iPad too there's GPS applications to let you know where you are there's other applications that could identify your currency it could identify the colors of different clothing if you're totally blind and there's other applications that will even scan in other words you could scan a picture of a document and it will then convert it into large print onto your iPad or it could read it out loud each of these applications are very very affordable ranging from two to five dollars now there's certain things that the iPad 2 cannot do as well as some of the other types of low vision devices that are available there are applications in which you can use your iPad 2 as a video magnifier in other words you can load a program place the iPad 2 on top of a piece of paper and it will magnify it however the resolution of the camera in the iPad 2 is not as high as those of some of the portable video magnifiers so as a result if you want to use a video magnifier to help you to read things when you're not at home other alternatives such as the Freedom Scientific Ruby or the Enhanced Vision Pebble these portable video magnifiers will provide a much sharper image in my opinion as compared to the iPad 2. Similarly you cannot use the iPad 2 to zoom in on something that you see on the chalkboard and see it in real real high resolution. There are other types of devices such as the Enhanced Vision Acrobat or the Freedom Scientific Onyx. These are desktop video magnifiers that could focus far and I think that for these purposes those items are better than the iPad 2 but overall if you're looking for something that's going to give you long battery life it'll allow you to type documents take notes in the classroom allow you to record lectures play music listen to audiobooks if you want to send and receive email surf the internet if you want to find directions and use other applications the iPad 2 is definitely an excellent choice and it is a choice that is much more affordable than some of the other types of assistive technology so to get more information I recommend that you go to the Apple store and actually play with the devices some of their consultants there could show you how these different features work and you can make that decision as to what works best for you I hope this information is helpful to you and please tune in next time we'll bring you more information on Airs LA. For Airs LA, this is Dr. Bill Takeshita. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print impaired audience. Any unauthorized use will be prohibited. <laughs>